It is another episode, another week, another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. That's my brother, Mason Comes Up With a Funny Nickname for Luke Williams. And that's my brother, Luke Does the Intro, Williams. Okay, you know what? I'll go with that. That's the closest we've come yet to doing that bit. And together, we will, before your very ears, craft a new invention. We will. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we come up with a topic. Mm-hmm. We talk our way through the fine details of what mm-hmm. we're going to invent. And this week, we shall invent... A new online service okay. of some sort. So. So, dedicated listeners to this podcast will know that for a while now, I've been doing promos for Squarespace. Yes. Uh, Squarespace is a wonderful company that provides a variety of online services, uh, and they frequently advertise on podcasts such as ours, uh, and they join other frequent podcast advertising people such as Blue Apron or fucking various things that sell clothing like MeUndies or Bombfell or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Luke has... Uh, expressed disapproval of my <laughs> continuing advocacy for Squarespace. And they're, so they're a great company. We love them a lot. As a concession to my brother Luke, uh, this episode we are going to invent a different online service with the, you know, knowledge that whatever we invent, if it is in fact better than Squarespace, which I expect it will be, that will be what I advertise going forward. Hmm. And then, you know, uh, if it's way worse and maybe Squarespace tanks or something, then, hey, we could just keep plugging Squarespace because then there's no risk. Hmm. But just for now, trying to trying to like, you know, narrow down on one good online service to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, excited so to there, do this thing. There are plenty of services online that will send you boxes of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether that be clothing or, you know, snacks or, you know, Funko Pop figurines. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go for one of those? Well, um, I'm actually, I've got a, a real life touchstone for this one. Okay. Um, my girlfriend yeah, uh, almost started one of those. And I say almost to the extent that um, it was it was very close. She's um, going to start back rubber? No, it was a, a, how would back rubber be a box subscription service? That was what you were actually talking. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Shut up. But. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what she was going to call it was, I think you may still be able to get at the, like the Instagram or whatever. Um, and um, she might not be super thrilled with me talking about it, but it's also like, you know, Too late. it's, it's, it's dead. So, uh, okay. it was going to be called docket. And the idea was that it was, uh, some cute-ish office supplies that it would be like, you know, washi tape or like um, some stylish pens and pencils and paper clips mm-hmm. and all that kind of junk uh, for those that collect that kind of stuff. 
Um, and yeah. it was a subscription box that she had gone as so far as to like get a good couple of thousand people paying attention to when it was going to launch on Instagram and other things. Okay. Um, okay. And then like. She had got the products, like, ordered and ready to go into the boxes. She got the boxes printed. She had the logo, the website, all that stuff ready to go. And then some life stuff got in the way, and she kind of went stagnant on it for, I think it was, like, four to six months or something like that. Mm. And then it was just kind of like, the momentum is gone, so shit. So I will say that I know kind of what the pieces look like for that kind of business. Okay. And you can literally do it about anything. Anything that will fit in a box. Wouldn't you like to get a different toothbrush once a month? No. Okay. Um, Here's another question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Online services, do we have to have a stupid name? Um, we're, We're talking about you and I here. What are the chances of us not coming up with a stupid name? That's fair. So should we come up with the thing that we're going to ship to people first? Or should we come up with the stupid name first and work backwards? Uh, we couldn't come up with a stupid name first. I like that idea. Uh, that's because that's like, why would we do that? That's You don't start with the branding and then decide on what the service is. Uh... Okay, so we need to get, like, some noun or verb, add either, like, er or ing or is on the end, subtract a couple of key letters so that it's still pronounceable but clearly not a normal noun, and then that's our name. Eh. I have just some ennui in regards to that. Ennuier. No, I, we don't. We're not shipping boredom in a box. Unwiz. That's all. <laughs> that's already what Geekbox is about, or is that even the one? I don't know. Funko, okay, if you're getting uh, hang, Funko, hang on, hang on. Getting Just Funko take, Pops, that's on Wii in a box for me. T- take the first e, take the first N, replace it with a hyphen, and now it's E Nui, and it, it's, it's it's electronic electronic night. <laughs> yes. So, so you... aren't you tired of it being daytime all the time? Sign up for E Nui, and we'll send you night once a month. That's I, I get one night in a month. That's gonna wreak havoc on my sleeping schedule. Well, I mean, you get your first month free, so well, I, that's a pretty good deal, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth disrupting the world's <laughs> like sun and moon for. Um, okay, let's before we get into packing this shit into a box, let's talk about potentially some. You're just talking about an online service. What if it wasn't a physical product? Yeah, what if it yeah, was no, like, actually you, just a service. You can you can sell all manner of things, even things that aren't things. Okay, so let's get into the real excitement. Uh, I want to convert some PDFs. PDFs, but that's impossible. It's uh, it's very possible if you have the right service. By PDFs, I of course mean personal displays of feeling. That's right. So mm. my personal personal displays of feeling, which I might do 
through photo or video or mm-hmm. like YouTube video or perhaps I I even like plug myself in to just feel into the computer. Um, I want to convert those if it's a feeling I don't like and I want something else. So I just put my sadness in and I get happiness out. Okay, so you take some pictures of yourself frowning, you put them into the service, and it converts them into pictures of you smiling. Shit, is that actually a thing that we can do? Because, like, that's not the worst. No, it's, it's, that, that already exists. It's called FaceApp. And it's racist. Well, the FaceApp is, is specifically makes you older, younger, uh, or happy. It makes you smile. That's one of the things it does. It can also make you Asian. Yeah. Wait, what? It's yeah. That's what I said. It's racist. It'll it'll turn you. It it's it literally has a blackface function. It can make you a Are black you version of you. I I how have you not heard of this? This was a huge thing. I thought that it was just older, younger, and then like you know the no. They the rolled out ethnicities. 43. They they rolled out ethnicities, oh, motherfucker. Seriously, because okay, here's the thing. Uh, I was gonna make a joke about that. About why that was what they did. And then you came back at me with truth. Uh, and Life it was is... Worse. Like, truth is far worse than fiction. That's what the saying... That's how the saying goes. God damn it. You know what's interesting is, like, if you're a dude and you're clean-shaven and you take a picture of yourself and make yourself, like, Hispanic, it gives you a mustache. Oh. Okay... Sometimes it doesn't detect your pre-existing facial hair properly, and it adds a mustache on top of it. Okay, let's let's get back on 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 task here. Okay, um, switching up your face by putting in your photos—that's more of an app thing, though, right? Because like, yeah, that's no, that's not a service. That's you. You download an app to your smartphone. Yeah, no, we and don't want we've that. Invented two apps already. Yeah. Um, Unintentionally. uh, Just just a thought, putting it out there. You know what's more popular than selfies of your face? Not much. Oh, dick pics. Okay. I bet there's plenty of people who would want to load that into Dick App and like make their dick happier. Okay. So or younger or black. Here's here's a potential. Well, uh, here's a potential uh, online service. It could be that. Did you get a dick pic? Cool. Here's uh, here's an online service where we'll take that dick pic and we will compare it to other uh, dick pics that have been submitted or are floating around the internet and we can match it to maybe he dropped some personal info when he used that dick pic another time. We've like it's like a different picture, uh, but it's got this dick matching algorithm that it matches like, yep, that's the same dick. That was totally uh, John Redford from Nebraska. So okay, like, here's his I'm, Facebook. I, I admit I don't often get like unsolicited dick pics, and I assume we're talking about unsolicited dick pics because those are the main dick pics that people send. Mm-hmm. Uh, but m- my understanding is when somebody sends you an unsolicited dick pic, usually like you kind of know, and furthermore, you don't want to follow up. I mean, probably that that is the case with a lot of things. But then I know that depending on the nature of it, like it might be like if you're a, a, a notable person on Twitter 
and you're getting just random dick pics, it might be from egg counts or anonymous. Grant. Like, okay, like Twitter, yes. Like I, I was thinking like over, over like texting or something, but uh, but Twitter, that makes sense. Now, here's my worry is A, the possibility of like getting a false positive and then a bunch of people like get, ginning up like a bunch of mobs like, hey, this person yeah. sent a dick pic, let's ruin their career. But also B, you know, Let's say I send someone a, a dick pic and it's like normal and healthy and consensual. And it's like, do, would you like to receive a picture of my penis? Why, yes, I would. I like your penis. And then I send a picture. But then, you know, that relationship breaks down and that person's like, oh, I'm going to fuck this person over. And they uh. start spamming my penis all over town. And thanks to your app, all these people think I'm sending them my dick. And I'm not. It's this, you know, nasty ex that I have who's sending my dick all over the world. You make a good point. That is a scenario that is perfectly believable that it could happen at least a couple of times. And like, then I'm not suddenly, saying yeah. it's likely. I'd say the vast, vast, vast majority of times it's just some jackass who wants to wave his dick at you. But the fact that it's a possibility should give us pause. I suppose I needed to recontext what I just implied there. What I mean to say is if we had a database of hundreds of thousands of people suddenly, yes, those claims would pop up, even though those hundreds of thousands of unsolicited dick pics, you know, might be well-to-do with an online service that would here's, help them Here's another, here's another concern. Way. Here's another concern, oh, brother of mine. We're maintaining a database of millions of pictures of dicks. What's the possibility that we have inadvertently now, you know, got possession of child pornography that there's God some 16 year old who took a picture of his dick and now we've got it in our database we possess child pornography we're going up the river i can't survive in prison luke i'm so glad that uh for the youtube video of this where they auto subtitle and then determine uh from the subtitling uh whether or not we are suitable for advertisers that the phrase we have child pornography was said <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, everybody has child pornography. That's when, why when you get like a hard drive and it says, oh, this is two terabytes and you plug it in. It's like 1.98 and you're like, what the fuck? That's because every hard drive comes striped with a certain amount of child pornography from the factory. Yeah, that's just what the factories do. Well, the, yeah, that that's ma that's mandated so that like anybody can have their life destroyed by the government if the government deems it necessary. True. That's one of my personal conspiracy theories is I believe the government mandates that all hard drive manufacturers put that on you. That is a great conspiracy theory that we should delve more into for that episode and not this one. <laughs> okay, we need to do so, an online service. Okay, can we do an online service related to conspiracy theories? Like, you yeah, always see those conspiracy just... theory type people. They're putting up, like, photos and string and string all over the place. There's got to be a better way. Nah, I'm not too, too interested. That They have their message boards. They have their forums. They have yeah, their, that's fair. That's they fair. have their, you know, websites dedicated specifically to whatever the theory is. The and reptilians like... controlling a flat earth, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I... I, and then there's also the YouTube hole that you can fall down where it's like, okay, you see one interesting thumbnail and you click it one time and then suddenly you're, all of your suggested videos Oh, don't are fucking like... talk to me about YouTube recommendations. Like, uh... I, one of the things that I do regularly is I will do art streams and mm -hmm. I will search like random, uh, random albums 
to play yeah. uh, during my streams, and I just search those on YouTube. And because I click on things literally be- because I don't know them, my YouTube recommendations are all shot to shit all the time. <laughs> That's kind of beautiful. I-, I love that there's this chaotic element to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though it is ex- it- it's it's chaotic and exclusively focused data. <laughs> so that's that's kind of interesting that it's that dichotomy is what yeah. you get. Yeah. Um okay, online service. So, um yes. we here's I th- I think in, in as much as there is it would be nice to have an outlet for the uh those that get unsolicited dick pics all the time, give them <laughs> some sort of power to do something about it. I understand what you're getting at and I understand what, I'm just saying I don't want to handle a thousand strangers' dicks. Yeah, and that's the thing is they get messy. I mean, we it's a mm-hmm. there's problems, there's pitfalls with thousands of anonymous dicks mm-hmm. that suddenly we, I'm not prepared to handle that. I am I am also not interested. Okay, in okay, that I'm, many. I'm, let let let's come at this from another angle. I don't care about the name. I don't care about what we actually uh, provide. Uh, let's come at it from this angle. How can we take as much money as possible from people? Nah, I mean, that, okay, listen, that is very, very much the motivation that we would go, that we would come at it from if we were strict, savvy businessmen, which is nice. You know, we could be, we could play that. We could put on those hats. We could put on our top hats and and monocles and play, uh, wealthy, uh, well-to-do entrepreneurs, uh, we're going to come up with an online service that will make us the most money. I'm going to have to make a top hat out of Bristol board. I mean, you can do that in a little bit. Maybe that's the service. We provide patterns for Bristol board hats, print out oh, hats. Oh, oh, okay. Fucking for serious though. Uh, speaking as an artist, someone who goes through art supplies on a regular basis, if I could sign up for a monthly box of art supplies... Now, there's a big problem there, too. People will get extremely brand loyal with what they like to use because it's their choice of medium. Yeah, and in as much as I'm confident that that already is a subscription box out there because there's a, sub- a subscription box for everything, mm-hmm. I think that it's probably extremely frustrating and probably it has like a drop-off, high drop-off rate of like, Oh well, I was paying forty bucks a month to get this box of thing, and they haven't show, given me one thing I actually wanted in three months. So fuck that. I'm that, that's yeah, money. Okay. I could I could have bought X number of canvases with that. You know. Yeah, like Amber and I, we actually do comics in in many ways the in the very same way. But like she has one brand of pens and I have the other brand of pens, and we will never use each other's pens. Exactly. So yeah, I get what you're saying about brand loyalty. Yeah. Okay, next thing. Uh, okay, what is a th- what is a thing that we can improve upon for people? What is a service that we can provide out of all of the things, all of the services that we could possibly provide? I, I, you know what? I'm going to come back to something we've complained about in a previous episode. Recycling. Recycling is shit, and everyone hates it. So, if we have an online service where fuckers come to your house and i've always got like motherfuckers going through my blue bins like taking the cans how about just instead of that you straight up have people who come to your house and take your cans for you and you actually like you don't even have to pay them 
You just say, hey, here's my cans, dude. And then they take them away and they make the profit because they sell that shit for scrap. I don't and think like, that there's... And while, while they're at it, they like sort your plastics and shit. Okay, here, here's where I would come at from that, okay? Mm-hmm. You got, and, and I hate to keep coming back to this, but uh, for any of our loyal listeners that know, I am in a very urban center. Mason is in a, like, mid-of-the-road, middle-of-the-road sort of I- I'm in the four. city. Yeah, and then there are those that are out in rural areas where, uh, like our sister, for example, where it's just straight-up dirt road and you get, you know, whatever you can get. You have to drive down the street to get your mail or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, in a semi-urban place like what you're talking about, I think that makes sense. In mm-hmm. either of the other two extremes, I think it makes no sense whatsoever. That's because fair. in an urban center, you already have people picking through your stuff. <laughs> and in a rural center, that's just unheard of because why the hell would anybody do that? Right, you... no one's going to sign up for an online service if like, you got to pay the extra mileage for someone to drive like 100 kilometers to come find you. And the simple cost of gas to get where you're going. Like, if you say, hey, come by my place and pick up my shit, I got, like, $2 worth of cans in my bin. They'll be like, cool, that that's great. You know, like, I'm not going to drop, like, $3 in gas to get there. To say nothing of the time of The time and the labor. There. Yeah. Yeah, so... Th- I, I think that's an admirable idea, but unless you get some drones to do it, I don't know that it's actually going to come together that way. Mm, okay. Can we start up a subscription service for drones? Every month, get a new drone that will do a different automated task in your house. I don't think that's the route we want to go. Although, if we were talking about like 100 plus years in the future, that definitely could be the thing. Like you could, I, I do think that there is, like, like maid service, for example... Right now, we would pay, you know, 20 bucks an hour for, like, three hours. It's just like, oh, let's just get a maid to come and just, like, do the place because we're lazy and we got to do other stuff instead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we could clean all this ourselves, but we don't have time. Fuck it. Let's drop the 60 bucks and just get a maid to come once and we'll then we'll go from there. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely could foresee of a future 100 years from now or so, even less... Where, you know, navigating a room doesn't take too much. Cleaning supplies don't take too much, doesn't take too much. And you could literally just have a robot programmed to go to a certain address, fly in or whatever. And, uh, you know, you answer the door and they're like, hey, I'm here to clean your house. Um, Please let me out in three hours potentially having a floor plan of your house would help or whatever to program in but Mm -hmm. essentially just leaving it to that robot and then i could see that price dropping from whatever that like just a little bit above minimum wage uh an hour i could see that being like you paid for it ahead of time and it was 30 bucks or something like i could see that Mm -hmm. happening and improving upon that system I also see it as somewhat inevitable and more a physical product than really an online service. Like the online service could, that could just as easily be like you order it over the phone or you do it at a kiosk or whatever. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. So you were saying recycling. Recycling Um, Recycling is bad and we all hate it. Yeah. I think that there's many ways to improve it down the line. But when I pitched like, hey, what's a service that we actually want everybody to figure out um 
one of the first things that came to mind was um, how how we go about eating, I guess. Because we, we've, we've come across many variations of how we can do that, right? We've right. got the the ready meals like mm-hmm. Blue Apron you were talking about. Blue Apron is like they send you all the ingredients in the amounts that you need, and then you actually you just cook it there. You, you cook learn, it yourself, yeah. You have the fun to cook it, but you, you see, don't have see, to. What they need to do is it. have a companion service of Blue Chef where they they send you the food to be cooked, and then Blue Chef sends you the person to cook it. Um there's so like there's there's that the the blue apron service there's um uh what what are some of the other ones you can you can just order food delivered to your house and you can go out to a restaurant because they can provide the proper service in that space there are lots of ways Um, to get food we we live in a world in which food exists yeah yeah and and like grocery gateway for example or other grocery stores that order online delivery and stuff yeah um so yeah lots of ways to go about that now um similar to what you were just talking about blue chef (laughs) um that harkens back to an idea of a service that i had i had this idea for a service uh way back which turns out kind of already exists. Um, I think you have to have a a somewhat minimum amount of notice, like maybe 24 hours, uh, or they charge you more or whatever. But it's basically professionals on on hold. And this is definitely the kind of place that can... This is definitely the kind of service that could only serve like an urban, very urban place. But it would be like Kitchen Ninjas. Uh, okay. where if you're short staffed in the kitchen and your entire night is going to go, sh- go to shit because, you know, they just need somebody to chop the vegetables, but they can't anymore because that person's so sick. It's like, Oh, call a kitchen ninja. They show up. They already know how to cook and they just, you know, they just take orders from a chef for eight hours and then leave. And okay. So know, they're just a knife for hire, a knife for hire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I have a. I have literally been that before, okay. uh, on a non, uh, a non-professional. Well, like it, I wasn't a uh, part of a service. It was right. just I got called in and was paid under the table. The existing service is. I know there's one in Toronto that's just called uh, the Butler did it, mm-hmm. and which I don't know why they would call themselves that, but they because it makes you think about murder, right? But they rent out butlers and. Okay. They have they show up with a f- decent amount of expertise for serving and for uh, bartending and for whatever else, mm-hmm. and they show up and uh, they don't need to know uh, any of the details about it. They just get their instructions when they get there, and they cost just a little a hair more to be hired out randomly, but it's for crunch time when you don't have enough bodies. And there isn't necessarily a job. It's just like, oh, there's a wedding going tonight. We don't have enough bodies. Let's let's get two butlers in. Um, and they know how to polish glasses. They know how to do all, like, serve drinks and, and clear and clean and whatever. So that's what I'm saying, that that kind of already exists. Okay. But the Blue Chef concept is kind of like a nice little idea, too, that it's like, what if it was legitimately just like, I need to throw a dinner party tomorrow night and I have to do anything other than throw a dinner party. Right. 
and you could just call a guy to be like, all right, I'm on, I'm on, I'm ready to go. They look at the scene, they figure out what's needed and they say, don't worry about it. We'll run this, this and this tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and they just like a really fast turnaround dinner party, essentially. Okay. Okay. Hang on. If we're going to do a service where we rent out a human being, I want to future proof it because there are plenty of tasks that we right now hire people to do, but which 20, 30 years down the line, I could see bringing in a drone to do that. Like we were just talking about that, like get a maid. No, get a drone to be your maid. Get a, get a chef. No, get a drone to be a chef. Get a butler. No, get a drone to be your butler. So I think uh, we either have to focus on drones and getting them to do things that people are currently doing, or, and this is what I prefer, get a an online service where we send out human beings, but this, human beings are being sent to do something that a robot or a computer program or whatever cannot do. So what are some things that human beings can do that robots can't? Well, do we need to be talking about an online service that's based around humans, or can we actually focus on drones? Um, and are we just talking about a future service? Because I I would like to potentially have something ready that's like within 10 years and not mm. within 100 years. Because in 100 years, who knows what's going to change. In 10 years, we might actually be able to get the thing. Right. So it would be cool to like actually see this in our lifetime come to fruition. Yeah, in, I, w- I would I would like to way. see this before I die, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, which, you know, that's its own little... Uh, can of worms because maybe we will all maybe we are the generation that gets to see triple digits on the reg but anyway um so i just had a thought that drone servers are actually like that's actually pretty doable like right now we can't put too too much weight on top of like those propellers but mm-hmm. that's just a matter of design, I feel. Like No, I I've, I've seen like a thing like they got a drone with like arms and it had arms like the size of human arms and I watched it like pick up a deck chair and fly away with it. That's so cool and creepy. Oh, uh, it was so creepy. Yeah. Especially if it's just like some prank bot. <laughs> it's like ah, I stole Jenkins chair. Oh my god, that's it's our my service. chair now. Auto prank. <laughs> We, you 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 get it and you like like unleash it on someone else. I really love that. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, you and a bunch of friends. You gotta all be into it together. You gotta be like, hey, I'll sign up for Auto Pranker if you will. Okay, and then you each get a certain number of pranks per year or month or whatever you pay in advance and then whenever you know is a good time to prank your buddy you set it up and you're like you call the the service or you you contact them whatever and you say look september 26th it's gonna be a a, an epic day for pranking i need your help pulling off this prank and then they send what ever whether it be a drone to give them a wedgie or you know somebody to fill their car (laughs) with styrofoam balls or like you know balance a bucket of water over their door whatever and you get like it comes automatically with like a thing for recording the video and uploading it instantly not only to like youtube instagram whatever but also to auto prankers website and then you get like a a gallery of the best pranks right 
And that, that video could even be streaming live so that you can be waiting for the payoff of a particular prank. Shit, and yes. like get an online audience of like, oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna do the thing. Oh my god, here he comes. <laughs> oh, I did the thing. And if you got auto pranker going, like if th- if this service becomes popular enough, you could just go to the auto pranker website and you're say, what pranks are live right now? And then split screen of like six Shit. different pranks going on live. Shit, that's good. No, Mason, I thought we were gonna provide a prank that would do good. <laughs> Why must we always do evil? <laughs> so, so you just like, you you sign up with a bunch of your buddies and you're like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And like signing up for the service signals that, you know, you consent to be pranked because we don't want to prank people, you know, who haven't consented to it ahead of time. But as long as you're in it with them, you can prank them. They can prank you. You're in a prank collective. And then you're like, okay, I'm, I've got my, my points stocked. Uh, it's September 26th. This is the perfect day for it. My buddy's going to be at such and such address. Send the drone to give him a wedgie. And then in comes the little drone, gives him a wedgie, records it, and then, you know, you're, everybody laughs. Hmm. That would be good. I, I like the nature of this as an entertainment medium because it's like, oh, man. There's there's just generally a human element to pranking each other that yeah. like when you have drones do it it's a <laughs> that much more humiliating. I'm picturing a drone doing like ding dong ditch on you for three hours straight. Oh, like it just Jesus. rings the doorbell and then and flies up real flies quick and parks up. on the roof and you're like yeah. what, hello and then just flies down rings the doorbell flies back up until you figure it out and then you get out your shotgun. <laughs> No, but here's here's the thing too that like, <laughs> um, if a it would be pretty embarrassing <laughs> to get pranked by a drone in general. Yes, because it's like, oh man, I fell. F- I didn't just fall for this prank. I fell for this automated prank. It's <laughs> like, it's like not being able to order from a, a McDonald's kiosk. Like, there's a certain level of like uh this they made this idiot proof and i still fucked it up right like yeah still this element of like uh that this is supposed to this isn't supposed to fool me and here it is i fucking um, love those kiosks by the way oh there's okay can i just okay here's mini mini red mini tangent okay 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 most of what was going on with those kiosks mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty easy to do you pick your things you go yeah. forward with it all right you get your number you wait in line the the number system where you're waiting for your number to get called, that's been around for like 30 years, more, 40 yeah, years? Yeah, not new, not new. Calling? Okay, touchscreen order selection, that's been in movie theaters for like 20 years. Yeah. Yo, fast food, why did it take you like up until four years ago? Why? Why did that take that long? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like when you're at the restaurant where you, you hit your number and then you just get like a puck and you bring it to your table and then they bring the food to you. Like, I don't want to have to right. get up. Right. But just throwing this one out there, too. Um, fast food seems like it would have been an early adopter to that kind of thing. You would think. But I'm also talking about Western culture. It's probably already been in Japan for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on task. Okay, so. okay. What is Japan doing now that we can steal? <laughs> um, you know, I haven't really checked in a while, so I'm Go not. Go to really... Japan. 
Okay. Gotcha pun. Gotcha pun. Okay. You mean gumball machines? I do. Okay. Gumball machines that provide plastic balls instead of gumballs. Right. And then inside, there is a collectible thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So are you suggesting that our online service incorporate this in some way? No, I'm just saying that we need to steal things from Japan. Oh, it doesn't cool. necessarily have to be Gachapon. Yeah. Okay, here's here's another thing I want to get on for a Although, minute. Although, oh, how cool would it be if, like, you get pranked by your drone, right? And then you're like, oh, he pranked me. But then, you know, there's the there's the thing, and the, and the drone's like, all right, you had your prank, uh, but here, just to show there's no hard feelings, select something from the gachapon, and then it drops out a little plastic ball, and then it flies away. And then you got your little plastic ball, and you're like, ooh, I wonder what I get. Like, it wedgied me, and that actually kind of hurt a little bit. But now, I pop it open, sticky hand! Oh, I got a sticky hand, fuck yes, my life is awesome. <laughs> My all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Like you actually smack, ruptured something smack. with that. The drone picked me up like smack. three feet off the ground. But now I've got a sticky hand. Fuck yes. This is also kind of one of those rules of robotics things, right? Like, okay, just because you've programmed this robot to give someone a wedgie, are the are Asimov's uh, rules of robotics going to come into play? And like, oh, I can't give him a wedgie because it would harm him. Like, we actually have to program those rules in for that to take like, effect, like, right? like, I assure you, Asimov's laws, laws of robotics, uh, ask any computer programmer, they're not really a thing. Right. Like, there is no computer in the world that will actually reliably know how to not hurt a human. Cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Just ro- roll out those self-driving cars without testing them. Don't worry. It's well, I good. mean, they're going to, like, not hit you know targets no no like, no As- asimov made him cut made him safe just roll him out okay so speed I'm... him up speed him up faster <laughs> okay so like robot shows up and like hits you with confetti or a little squirt gun or something and then you're like oh it got me right at you know this inconvenient time and then it's like oh it's cool gotcha pawn here's your thing and you get like homies and then like, you're in this service, there's other people in the service, you can, like, prank them, they can prank you, uh, and as you go, like, maybe you could pay extra for Platinum Tier membership, and then you get more pranks or bigger pranks. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm liking the idea of this so far. Um, I'm going to take a quick tangent to talk about a thing that I'm, like, legitimately going to do, just because this is a fun streaming streaming thing, because we're talking about, like, streaming these pranks, and I like that network idea okay, of, okay. like, collective watching somebody get pranked by a drone. That's pretty fun-sounding. That is pretty fun-sounding, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh did, so, dude, you could set up the VR, and then you could see it from the drone's point of view. Oh, you could. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I'm... I'm going to probably start, if I can pull this off, I'm going to start, uh, going to try and start streaming some Overwatch. Um, and what I want to do is I want to meticulously track my stats for things like accuracy and then also caffeine and alcohol consumption over time and, like, where my hunger level is at. Like, I want to live update my stats of where I'm at. And you know how sort of, like, you get better at pool after a couple drinks, but then you have a couple more and then you get worse again. Uh-huh. 
there's there's I swear to God, there's something like that at play with me with sniping <laughs> where once I'm two glasses of wine in, I get to be a better sniper. I want to over time prove that with the data and people actually watching and keeping track of that data for me. Okay, here, um, here's here's what I want. I, I want that, but I also want like a little force feedback bracelet that will give you electrical shocks when your character gets killed. Jesus. That's like, I would scary. watch that stream. You want to get people to watch your stream, that's what you do. That would bring in such an element of fear that I wouldn't like. <laughs> but but like, people would watch is the thing. I mean, I guess... And then, like, everybody's suggesting that I play a character that I suck at just because they like to see me suffer. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, I, I bring that up partially because I think it's a fun thing that I'm actually going to start doing after, after like, some other stuff falls okay. in line. Okay, okay. Um, but also because I want to introduce this level of interactivity to a sort of streaming entertainment platform, right? Yeah. So, like, could there be more actual audience involvement with the thing? Like, could you get them, could you get, like, audience members that are watching to pay a couple bucks in to up the ante amp, on the prank? Amp up the prank a little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you don't want to, like, directly prank your friends, you can spend some of your prank bucks and use that to, like, uh, you know, amp up the stream of one of the pranks you're currently watching. And you're like, oh, this is good. He's about to get a wedgie. But it would be better if I chipped in five bucks, sent a second, you know, uh, drone to oh. also cover him in shaving cream. Oh, now it's not just silly string, silly string plus shaving cream. Oh, oh, how about this? Okay. Mm -hmm. How about if the one drone is like, okay, we've got this canister locked and loaded for this silly string. Oh, what's that? Someone's up to the ante and now it's going to be two canisters of silly string. Oh, what's that? Someone's up the ante. They've paid like five hundred bucks. Now it's uh, an aerosol can of hairspray and a lighter. <laughs> I'm just picturing like, yeah, for whatever reason, someone attains viral popularity, and then just they step outside of their front door, and then just play Ride of the Fucking Valkyries, and five hundred drones appear <laughs> over the horizon, and just bury them in silly string and it's like i can't get to my car <laughs> and that man suffocates and dies yeah that is Jesus a thing. We, we're, we're gonna we're gonna hurt and kill people but they signed up they signed the waiver so it's everything's legal if you get them to sign a waiver first what's what's amazing about that is the ride of the valkyries touch that's so <laughs> apropos that's kind of like uh uh mega mind stepping out with to to back in black and the presentation line I Remember still have not seen Megamind. Oh my god! Okay, well, Megamind is worth watching. It's it's all right as far as CG uh, okay. movies go, uh, but that is the best moment of that film, and I will not say any more about it because you should just watch the dang thing. I'm pretty okay, sure cool. it's on Netflix. Anyway, um, let's watch it, and we'll come back to that next week or something, or not next week, the week after, perhaps. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so I really love I love that touch. I love uh, the idea of drowning someone in silly string just based on them being like a bigger e celebrity or whatever. Um, okay, now I, I want I want to have this have the payoff though. Is the bigger the prank that hits you, the better gotcha pawn you get shit afterwards. Mm. 
But I mean, there's another thing I want to talk about with the murder thing. Murder <laughs> like angle. after I've been entirely drowned in silly string, like here's your gotcha pawn. It opens up and there's like gold bullion that hits me in the head. Wow. <laughs> Just the drone drops a gold brick on me. Thunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be a pretty nice payoff. It'd be kind of worth the injury if you got, like, man, a gold brick? You know how much a gold brick is worth? Uh, do you know how much a gold brick weighs? That's, I, th- is it like a kilo? I think it probably cuts off at a kilo. I, I, no, 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 sorry. Uh, no, my a gold brick is like, it weighs like half your, half of you. It's very dense. Right, 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 right. You know what? What? Uh, stall for a minute, because I want to Google this. So wheat. Okay. Uh, well, since it hasn't kicked in yet, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to talk to you about Squarespace. Uh, as you may be aware, Squarespace provides a wide variety of services from web design to prostitution. But, uh, the number one service that web, uh, that Squarespace provides, it, it keeps the earth in orbit around the sun. So, regardless of whether I ever advertise for Squarespace ever again, I would like to implore you, beg you, rather, please, please, for the love of God, just give Squarespace some money. It doesn't have to be a lot. Just give them, like, a buck every now and then, because if they stop doing what they do, it will be the extinction of all life on Earth. Okay, are you good? You done? Squarespace dot com slash orbit slash h i g a i show for a special offer. Okay, cool. You done? Yes. You done? The th- you done the thing? Yes. Okay. So standard gold bar mm-hmm. is a uh, a troy ounce, which is four hundred ish regular ounces, forty four hundred thirty eight point nine ounces, uh, mm-hmm. or twelve point four kilos. Which at a uh, trading uh, of uh, around $1,266 per ounce times 400 comes to about $500,000 per gold brick. $500,000 for a gold brick and it weighs 12 kilograms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So yeah, 12 kilogram brick dropped on your head but then you're like an appreciable fraction of a million dollars richer okay let's uh let's start to like bookend this though because i like the gachapon thing at the end Uh it's sort of like the uh the ou smirk face look at the camera you, you caught on candid camera moment but it's like oh well at least i got this Miniature flag. Oh, it's wave, a pack of stickers. Wave, wave, smile for the camera. Wave, wave, wave. I got a little mini puzzle with like six pieces. Um, quick, quick, quick moment of terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, too. Uh, the whole murder angle of like, right? Oh, what if, what if these drones did the exact same thing, but suddenly it was hijacked for murder purposes? Mm-hmm. Uh, that right there, that is one hell of a Black Mirror concept episode. Uh, where like. <laughs> life it's my brother life is a black mirror episode y- you know it's true but like i love the idea of just some terrorist organization of hackers so like prescient. managed to take over 
this com this pranking company and instead of the resources they send out being like oh it's it's gonna shoot a nerf dart at you it's like oh it's gonna shoot a crossbow dart at you oh yeah open up your gachapon thing and it's full of anthrax ah uh, i got him got Smile him for the camera and it's just a dead body well, I mean, any service can be hijacked is the thing. It's not just auto pranker that can be hijacked. Like, literally any service, if you can hijack it, you can, like, do shit like this. Like, every time you turn on the tap and you expect water, you don't know if some terrorist has put anthrax in it. That's how services work. Yeah, that's true. We are reliant on our... You you call a cab and you get in phone. that cab. You don't know that motherfucker. He might be about to crash your ass into a building. True. Completely true. We all depend on some level on others because we cannot function as fully uh, autonomous people very much anymore. We're pretty bad at it at this point. Yeah, no, self-sufficiency um, is a fool's dream uh we are all dependent upon each other which is precisely what makes terrorism so terrifying is it violates the social norms that we all need to remain alive yeah that's a bit of a downer part of this though like i was still doing a goof bit with the pranks turning like dark but then it's like Oh, yeah, but actually, though. But but actually, someone could, like, do a goof and hijack a plane and crash it into, you know, a building in Manhattan. And that would be, you know, not as wacky. Not so wacky, no. But Autopranker has a way of preventing that, which is... Which is the, all the people watching the streams. They can, at any point, say, oh, my God, no, shut it down, and... Like, if if you are the person who says, oh my god, no, Crisis, shut it down, then you're a hero, and, like, you get, a, like, a, a, a bonus pay of, like, a thousand prank bucks, and, you mm. know, you're you're the king. But if you pull, like, a false alarm, then you're banned from the service. Yeah, and, I mean... As soon as you hit, oh my god, shut it down, like, the drone just drops out of the sky. Okay, now here's here's what I think would work well with that is because immediately my mind went to, oh, but being the troll is the thing that some people are going to get off on. Mm -hmm. They're going to pull the emergency switch, and let's say, like, that makes the drone just auto-land and, and wait to get picked or up. Or blow or up! Self-destruct! <laughs> yeah. It's an emergency! Self-destruct! And then the people wearing the VR headset are like, ah, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, but uh, that troll who gets off on just ending the prank and being like, ha ha, we are the prank-ending brigade, their punishment could be being banned from the server, but by then the damage is done. The prank is ended, mm -hmm. right? What if instead they get targeted for pranks? Yep, now you get more <laughs> For the pranks. rest of your life. Yeah, so we, we, we have a human being that checks it out and says, it's like, hmm, that was a legit stoppage. Good job. That person would have died. But if it wasn't a legit stoppage, then they're like, nope, you were being an anti-prank troll. So now you get pranked like five times a day for the rest of your life. Have fun with your new existence. Should have read that clause in the sign-up contract. Like I said, as long as they sign a waiver first, everything is legal. Yeah, because that's how that works. Yeah. You know what? What? I think this is probably as close as we're going to get to our online service because it's mostly not the worst idea. I kind of can see this actually being a thing. I would definitely watch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of getting the pranks to be continually fresh and fun without, you know, 
without killing I mean, human beings. I mean, the other thing is, is it's the human element that makes it satisfying watching how it plays out. That's mm-hmm, the part that's mm-hmm. fun for people to watch. Not necessarily that it's the same kind of prank because eventually you're going to run out of material. Um, but, and you want to have semi predictable material so that we, you know, the X factor of what if the prank goes wrong? Like we have all that figured out so that it's relatively safe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is it. Now, is Auto Pranker like A U T O P R A N C N K R? Is that is that what we're doing, really? Uh, no, no. I think we can do better than Auto Pranker. Uh, that was just a placeholder name. Uh, okay. Here, h- how about Prank Backwards? Narp. Sign Narper? up for Sign up for Narp. You're Narper? gonna You're gonna get Narped. Narp Narped sounds appropriate because it's like. <laughs> K K N A R P apostrophe D. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. You got narped. I mean, it's probably already somebody's brand, but you know, wait a second. No, if this is a replacement brand, we would be like giving them free advertising. Okay, well, we, we've already we set check. a precedent that we Google things, so fucking look that up. Narped autocorrects to something else. Narp. Is cable ends. What? A NARP is a cable end. Like, is that a generic term or is it a brand name? It is a, it seems to be a generic term for, like, a certain kind of a cable end. Why would it be called that? It's one of those, just one of those names. <sighs> but it's kind of like how just sometimes that happens with words that you turn around backwards. Like, how Subaru is here or bus. Yeah, yeah, or Tylenol is lonely tea. Mm. All right. I think that NARP is still good to go because I don't think anybody's going to confuse the two. I think that's one of those things where it can be two things and yeah. nobody's going to complain. Uh, I'm sure there's some factory that makes exclusively NARPs, but they're not going to know about NARPed, the the prank site streaming service okay. with drones. NARP. Sign up for NARP today. It's NARP.net. Slash H-I-G-A-I for a special offer. You get, you know, your first 20 NARPed bucks for 10. And you mm. can prank your friends today. It's a good deal. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like that introductory offer. And as far as everybody knows, it's uh, it's good to go. Okay. We can, we can do that thing. So I'm doing so, NARPed from now on? Uh, I think NARPed is, is the way to go. Okay. Yeah. Is there an um, apostrophe in the URL? Yeah, okay, yeah. Whoa, that's a good point. I mean, no, because that will just be narped with no apostrophe because that's how URLs have to work, and that's fine. Okay. Okay, so that'll do it for this week. Uh, just a little update on the the show. We are on YouTube now. We you are. You can find us there. You might be listening to us there right now. Uh, if you feel so compelled, you can feel free to leave a comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, we have an email address you can reach us at H-I-G-A-I show dot, uh, sorry, H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and next week we're going to do another fun invention. Yes, we are. And it is your turn, Luke, to pick is, what that invention will be. It is in fact my invention. And I'm going to be completely honest with you about my physical state right now. I came straight back from the gym. Okay. Had myself a uh, a uh, protein powder mixed into an energy drink. Nice. Yeah. 
because I wanted to be on my game because I've been kind of sleepy when we try and record two of these in a row. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, I'm going to I'm going to crash a little bit. So I want to do something that's kind of kind of a little bit more complicated to keep me focused. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, I think I might have a little drink. I might have me a little fun drink. Okay, some, so some so protein alcohol. plus energy yeah. drink plus alcohol. Yeah, we, plus we did al- complicated tasks. Yes, this is not going to fail in the slightest. And you know what? You inspired me with mentioning mm-hmm. that. So long as you've signed off on that particular law, it is true. Next week, let's invent a law. Perfect. We're going to invent a new law, something that you either can or cannot do under penalty of jail. Sure, or whatever the case may be. Execution. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that my new webcomic, Forward, uh, just launched. It updates every Monday. That's available at forwardcomic.com. You can also read it uh, on the Comic Chameleon app. I totally recommend that. Uh, Forward is a sci-fi comic. takes place in a fairly near future. Uh, And unlike most sci-fi comics, it's not really about lasers and aliens. It's about answering questions of, you know, what do we do in the future? Uh, If we continue forward, what kind of lives are we going to have? Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think the art looks gorgeous. I'm really happy with the writing. I hope you all enjoy it as much as I do. Please, if you're a webcomic person, uh, check out Forward at forwardcomic.com. Thank you. You will have to listen next week for our new law. You're legally required to. Dear listeners, thanks for listening. And as always... Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Yep. Like that? Yep.